Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And this is Halloween Horror Month 2019, and it feels good. And do you know why? I don't know. I can't tell. Ready to take jello shots off each other's nipples? I am. Okay. <sighs> Nobody else? It's Subtle. Take it back. God's it's okay. victory cup. I'll go first. You guys go after. Don't you like it the sound? It tastes so sweet, Lions fans. Fuck yes. It tastes so sweet. What are you gonna do on October 31st? What are you gonna do on October 31st? Here comes that white-faced fucker, an asshole like no other. He's a big old piece of shit. Wants to stab your sister's tits cause he's a white-faced fucker. Loomis can't recover. Dr. Challenge drunk again. Sleeping with your sister's friends. Do you want to know about the darkness? I said God Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price. What are you gonna do on October 31st? Who's Lions? Exactly. And this story that we're here to talk about today is the script recap, treatment recap is more correct, uh, a seven-page treatment that the writer of Scream wrote for what was to be Halloween H2O. And Kevin Williamson sounds like a really good up-and-coming NBA basketball player in 1997. And then he just went to shit and he got traded to the 76ers and got traded behind Sean Bradley. He sounds like he would have backed up Sharif Abdul-Rahim for the Grizzlies. I don't know who that is. Yeah. But yeah, he just sounds like a guy that could have been a great basketball player, but then, like he came out really hot, white hot out of college and people were like, oh, he's going to be great. And then it's like Darren McFadden. What the fuck happened? Or if he played center, he could have been Alonzo Morning's backup. Yeah. For but, the, but he would have played for the Kings. He, he just sounds like a guy. But you know how shitty that is, though. You write, you write a, yes, he did write a very, 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 very small treatment of the movie. But he didn't even get credit for that. Like they were like, "Hey, I appreciate you taking your time and your energy and your creativity and your imagination to write the script, but go fuck yourself. I'm not going to give you any credit for this." That's Are also, you serious? That's also welcome to real life. That's partly due to Robert Zappia, actually, because they, he they likes Led Zeppelin. They offered Robert Zappia a deal in which if you let Kevin Williamson take some of the rights to this, we'll give you this, and he said, "No, I want the rights to it." So, but yeah, Kevin Williamson and everybody. When you watch Scream, the soundtrack, they literally used the Scream soundtrack for a lot of it. It was a Dimension film. They, they really, really wanted a Scream feel to this movie, which is why you got the clean, very polished, very strange at times. Uh, most people love it for the most part, but what H2O, oh, yeah. what ended up happening. But Kevin Williamson's the reason that there's a screen behind it. And we're here to talk about the differences between the movie we got and what Kevin Williamson wrote. And it's 
pretty goddamn different. You know? I mean, for yeah, I mean, for, the, for the most part, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's not like extreme different. I mean, we're not talking about Crystal Lake and and titties and counselors and shit right. compared to a Halloween movie. But there's but totally different. Answer. There's some weird shit. Yeah, it's like um, it's like Michael Jackson and 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 fucking Papa Roach. <laughs> to set the stage, everything's pretty much the same uh, in H two O. You get the opening kill. Most of the stuff there's the exact same. Uh, the Joseph Gordon Levitt kill and stuff like yeah. that. And then we fast forward, and Carrie Tate is still here in this script. She's actually Carrie in this script. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, and she is the headmistress or whatever at this school. Uh, up to that point, everything's the same. At that point, the only difference is the son's name is Mick, and he wants desperately uh, to go live with his dad. So At least they got his name right because it rhymes with Dick, which Josh Hartnett was most of the movie anyway. Call me here. It's like, Michael Myers is dead. I mean, like, yeah, that, that difference. And they do address the uh, Jamie elephant in the room briefly it's there i mean it happens i mean that's pretty cool i mean i would have kept that in at least in the original final draft of the script to at least address that for fans but if they had done that that would mean that they were acknowledging halloween four five and six yeah. in some way so they couldn't do that which h2o doesn't end up doing but it's funny robert zappia you can't have your cake and eat it too. what kind of america you live in robert zappia's script also ends up acknowledging in that and he fleshes out this scene a lot more in his script because uh carrie tate's character gets no carrie tate's character gets so upset mm. at the scene that she actually in his script goes to the bathroom and throws up but uh in the treatment very very fast yeah blink and you'll miss it he mentions that there's a scene where carrie tate's sitting in a classroom and that and he he's the one that brought the idea that the subject of the classroom talk is fate which i thought was interesting i've yeah. always found that really interesting in the original halloween movie and they've done that several times throughout the the uh, franchise but uh he even calls her he's like and uh, it makes it worse one day when a particular bitchy student comes up and she does her report in front of the classroom and she mentions the michael myers murders uh, and in that he's like Use this portion to explain Jamie, uh, or not Jamie, but Lori's daughter, Jamie, yeah. and what happened. Use this quick portion here to explain that. So the original intent was to include Halloween 6 in the script, which is wild. That's cool. Probably should have. How about no? No, nah, they should have. Well, no, 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 dog. Look, look I like Halloween You could have like it all together so much tighter, though. I like Halloween 6, too, but if you're going with the room daddy, McDaddy fatty, you can't do it with H2O. I mean, they couldn't. It would have been hard. It would have been, been because you, then you got to explain. You got to go. You got to go there, and then you got to talk about Tommy with right. Paul Rudd, and he's still on the run with the baby that is actually related to Michael. That's actually now her uh, fucking niece. Would it have been our, difficult? Our granddaughter. Yeah, it would have been difficult. It would have been difficult. But a really great writer, and really Kevin Williamson punted this bitch. He was like, "Use this to explain this." He didn't do it himself. But if you would, if there would have been a way, I think, to do it. There is a really cool scene. Uh, if you remember the teacher that uh, that Carrie Tate's dating in the movie, the awesome George Clooney lookalike guy. If you remember him in the movie, his name's Jake in this, and he's just another teacher who happens to like her. In this script, what they do is Carrie Tate is still an alcoholic. She's still dealing with, with what she was dealing with before. But there's a really cool scene, and it's probably the only scene of dialogue that he actually writes in this treatment, but he writes it out. It's like the thickest part of the thing. Mm -hmm. And in this scene... Uh, Jake comes up to Carrie Tate and he's like, stop drinking so much. I think you have a problem. And she has an awesome fucking dialogue sequence that he wrote out. I think he was he was feeling some shit. I think he was, was personal. drinking. Yeah, I think it was. And she has this awesome dialogue in there where she's like, she's like, you know what? If I have to fucking t if my version of two Advils to go to sleep is for me to drink a half a fucking bottle of Absolute, then that's what I'm going to do. Because it's the 90s and shit's hard and nobody gives a fuck about you and I've been through a lot of shit. She's like, I've been through the 12-step program. I've been through this. She's like, this is what I do. I drink a half a bottle of vodka a day and fuck you, Jake. 
shit. I wish he had said, I've been through the 24 step. I even went double on that shit and it didn't work. And by the way, Absolute is kind of expensive. I know your broke ass can't afford it. You're, sm- you're slurping down that Barton's, Mike. That's, I, <laughs> That's a good shit. It's $6 for a fifth, Jay. I, I don't mind it. I like it. I don't drink a half a fifth of a day, though. We're going to get scurvy in two months. I don't, I'm, I'm kind of torn, but I'm not like hating it as much as I used to. Making her an alcoholic and making her very weak and kind of like... Oh my god! Like I hate this. I can't. I got a little, you know. But eventually, when you start realizing what she'd gone through, and then that was just dealing with her own traumatic past, and then rising above it in the end, mm-hmm. I like it a little bit better. I like it a lot, actually. It's one of my favorite parts because I like to drink too. So it's like <laughs> I'm always trying to find excuses. But it's one of my favorite parts of H2O, though, because I just don't think they expanded upon it enough. They show her in the diner, and she's yeah. she's like another one. He's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Just bring the fucking." I, it's been, like that rapper, another one, yeah. and another one. I've been that way. I like a Chipotle before. You're like, can I have another beer? He's like, are you sure, bro? I'm like, dude, it's two Bud Lights. Get the fuck off my case. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I do like that scene in H2O, and everybody gives Halloween 2018 the credit for dealing with her trauma. And that's the that's the key word when they come to 2018. But I thought they, they, they touched on it in H2O, but they wanted it to be such a clean, popular movie that they didn't delve into it. And I think it would have been one of the things that made the character way more interesting. This scene of dialogue, I wish they would have kept in it because it, it, she's pretty badass in the scene. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, would you rather have uh, this uh, alcoholic fucking... You mean this? Th- this right you here. Mean this? Huh? Suck it. This just... No chance. This just... Are you pointing at your dick or your fucking <laughs> satchel? Uh, kangaroo pouch. Uh, no, uh, would you rather have this version of Laurie Strode, meaning is it more realistic to you as far as a survivor of that night, 1978 and 1980, same night, surviving that, moving on, moving away, having a son, but dealing with this, uh, the ghosts of her past. I keep going to the river to pray. You know and, what, I think- or, or, okay, and she's dealing, and she's using alcohol as a way to, 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 to lubricate that, or is the 2018 Laurie Strode more in line with what you would feel. I will jump the shark on that. And Don't. what I'm gonna tell you is this. It's funny Fonzie. to me because even though I know 2018 is a separate sequel and yes. they canceled the future yes. movies out, based on her timeline and what she went through, it would have made sense, it, apart from the daughter and all the stuff in there, it would have made sense if that she was Carrie Tate uh, in but 2018. I'm saying which one of those because you could, to them. But you could tell, here's what I'm saying though, at the, and in 2018, you could tell that she'd been through some shit. She, she'd probably been through alcoholism and by, by the time 2018 happened. Maybe. She's probably been through all sorts of shit. She, she lost her kids, she went through all that stuff. I'm sure that that the the this version of of Laurie Strode could have lived in that timeline. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I don't know because the thing is, this Laurie Strode in the H2O version alcohol is very, can is, only work for no, so long. No, she was fucking posh spice. Like she was very posh and still like you know running a all girls. She's 20 school. years younger. Yes, nonetheless, either way, but she's still doing that and using out. She's she's not a survivor necessarily. Like the 2018 Laurie Strode is more like a badass. Like I've lived out in the in the woods and I've shaped my body. I'm fucking Ellen Ripley. Get away from her, you bitch. But and this one is more like. Get away from her, you bitch, or I'll call my lawyer. But she's in in this one. She's in, she's in H2O. She's also in the prime of her life, where she where she has to continue to try to be successful. Yeah. Uh, she has to do that. I'm just saying, so what's she, more realistic to you? I I think they both. I think they both are. I think they're actually both pretty one. good. I don't want to. You have to. I don't, I'm not you have to do it right now. Mm-mm. Do it. I think 2018 did it better because they were ballsy enough That's to delve mean. deep into the trauma. No. But I think that, that yeah. both of these could have been in the same timeline. I think that the Laurie Strode we got in 2018 could very well have been the, the graduation of the of the Laurie Strode we saw in H2O. But I wonder if you'd mix the two. 
You know what I mean? Blended both their personalities in the way that you know they did in a weird way. Well, no, because she was never an alcoholic in the 2018 Halloween. You don't know that. There well, was, she had a long because past. well, because when they had the flashbacks, all you saw was her. Just like, they didn't say it, didn't mean it didn't Well, happen. she might have smoked weed, but not like <laughs> hard drugs. But either way, um, I think a blending would have been nice. But either way, I'm not like that's an interesting that's question. What do you guys think? Comment down below on that whole thing. But. At one point in this film, uh, again, my, Robert Zappi has scripted this as well. Mick finds a journal. Uh, they don't really discern or explain whether or not she told Mick about it in this one, whether or not he knew who she really was or or whatever. He knew. But ultimately, <laughs> Mick, what he does is he finds out about the whole Michael Myers thing, and he stages a scene uh, in the locker room where he's wearing a Michael Myers That was mask. a cock-sucking move, man. Yeah, it's a shitty it's thing to do to your mom. But again, the, he says it in the, in the treatment. He's trying to get in trouble so that he'll get sent to his dad where he wants to live good fucking plan dipshit another interesting thing who's his dad it'd be interesting to know Lonnie <laughs> there's a scene in both this and the Robert Zappia script and the Robert Zappia script does takes Kevin Williamson's idea and does something really cool with it because what you see in the script when you're watching when you're watching it as a movie you go into the locker room and Michael Myers is there is all they tell you like Michael Myers is, is killing a girl and then he looks up and he starts laughing and when you're reading that script the Robert Zappi script you're going Michael Myers what the fuck is about like to happen here there's some laughing gas but then he reaches up the mask and it's her son and he's just trying to fuck with his mom and it's a really fucked up thing that idea was birthed from this but basically I mean, it, it really felt like the in both instances though in this treatment and the one that came later on that they were really going for the fact that yes they wanted to push the rebellious son that wanted to move past the Michael Myers past and that that she was handcuffed to her dead brother as he says in the H2O movie they were really focused on having a rebellious kid but like in the first two early treatments they were like focused more on a on a cruel more not not rebellious but cruel yeah. minded son molly goes to the dance and she's there michael myers appears at the dance she Ooh. escapes and she goes to tell carrie tate hey michael's like where's my invite <laughs> it's like what the fuck bitch? this happened and uh in the midst of all this going on michael in the exact same way as the uh as the robert zappia script he shows up to the gate he pulls up to the gate of the school the gate that we saw l cool j manning and this one it's a lady named harriet i believe and uh, Harriet, he, he's not in the car. Sweet Harriet, <laughs> <laughs> come to me, sweet Henrietta. Or you come. had me at hello, but you made me life hell. But he kills the security guard. He moves in. He tries to What's kill Molly. Oh, that's weird. It scared me for a second. We had that little rectangular thing. It's okay. It's just a wiener. Oh. Um, but Molly goes and tells Carrie Tate, Michael Myers is trying to kill me. So she goes, we don't want to cause a panic, but I, I want to evacuate the dance. Now the dance is down here and it's, it's a, it's a, a far away from the school. There's a hill and there's a school. And then there's I, the way I read it is there's a, there's a small tunnel, which is the only entrance into the town. Yeah. So she starts to try to but evacuate the dance. you don't want to cause a panic at the disco. Right. No one wants <laughs> panic at the disco. They find a cell phone and they call the cops. Mm-hmm. But the cops can't get to them because you find out in the only entrance to the school is a tunnel. And there's the three-car pileup, and it's blocked. Then you find out, which I think this is pretty fucking cool, you find out that the victims in the car wrecks had their throats slashed. Ooh. So Michael literally caused that shit yeah. just to block them in evil dead style. Dude, that's listen, dope. When it gets toward the end here and the tunnel scene, and specifically where you're going to be coming up to, like I'm not going to ruin it right now, but... There's a moment in the film, as far as like visually, when I'm I'm, I'm seeing it, like I, I'm seeing goddamn 
this is when Michael Myers becomes Terminator. It's like T-800 or some shit, or, or T-1000 walking through the tunnel and whooping fucking ass, and nothing will stop him from getting his, you'll be talking to John Connor. Like, he's fucking doing it. The only thing that was missing was the fucking uh, liquid nitrogen to stop him in his tracks, <laughs> and then Arnold be like, goodbye. You know the way I pictured it, though? Like, I, but you imagine, like, you, you remember, oh, you remember in uh, Terminator 2, yeah. during the fucking tunnel, when he oh, hits, yeah. it, it, like, that's in my mind, like, the fucking semi truck hitting the under underpass and the yeah. whole thing. And there's a specific scene in here that really reminds me of. I know it's much maligned, but it really reminds me of one of my favorite scenes in the entire Halloween franchise, which is the strobe light doctor kill from H6 mm. when Michael just finally goes fucking ham. It's quite good. It's amazing. It's quite good. And we'll get to that scene. But so so you've got this ship blocked off, but they did call the cops, and they know Michael Myers is there, so they send in helicopters. They send in a helicopter, and the helicopter lands. Jake, again, the George Clooney lookalike that you saw in H2O, he starts, they start piling kids into this helicopter, right? And there's four cops that get off the helicopter and they immediately go look to Michael Myers. <laughs> they so try got, to fuck Michael. Yeah, I'll got, fuck you up with you got, baton. You got Jake and you got one cop. They're loading kids into the helicopter. When all of a sudden Michael Myers appears there, he kills the pilot. And then Jake decides to try to fly the, the, the helicopter himself. And... In a, in a scene that I think sounds cruel and fucked up, and I kind of love it, Jake tries to fly the helicopter himself and take all these students to safety, but he fucking crashes it and kills all these students and himself in the process. Yeah. Right at this point, Lori, uh, or Carrie Tate, who went to go check on her son, Mick. He's like, probably, he's like, oh yeah, I only had my airplane license. <laughs> I never learned how to fly a helicopter. I can play skee-ball. Fly, yes. Land, no. As the plane, <laughs> as the helicopter crashes, Lori's running down the hill uh, with Mick, and she sees the plane crash, and then Michael turns towards her, and then you've got the epic one-on-one -on -one showdown. Eventually, what ends up happening is they escape, Carrie Tate, her son, and Molly, and uh, he kills Sarah in the process, but they escape. And there, by the way, there's no, until maybe the very end, there are no descript kills in this. He doesn't describe how any well, of the kills I mean, happen. He lets it for the guy who's going to write the script. That's what, it. yeah. I was going to say, why would he do that? Yeah. yeah it's very, very vague. But it, I like He it, kills this but person. It, but it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I leave it up to the director and the special effects artist yeah. to do the thing. But um, but then again, I don't think I, I don't think I could keep my hands off that. Like I would be, no, I'd be like, no, dude, no. He, he, he fucking shit. he takes his fucking goddamn head and he pulls it up like this, and then part of his scalp comes off as he's ripping up, yeah. and then at the last second he punches through his fucking yeah. throat and goes. Kuh -tuh, kuh -tuh, yeah. Then he makes then he makes them suck their toes. And then, he, and then Tenacious D's like, we don't mind sucking on toes. And then he, he grabs his fucking head when he rips it off the rest of his body and puts it on his belt, walks around like Predator. Good luck finding a boyfriend who sucks toes. Thermal attack. <laughs> I hope you guys got that reference. But anyways, so they escape Michael. They go to run from him. They get in a school bus. Reminds you of the van from H2O. They go down the hill. And what they don't know is... Where's the van? The van was supposed to be Where's here. The van? Where's the van? Michael's on top of the school bus. He... <laughs> He just, it reminds me of H4, dude, when he's in the back of the truck, like, no, numbly bumbly. That reminds me, like, when you see, like, because the idea, he's on top of the school bus, it reminds me of, uh, uh, like, Styles and Teen Wolf, when he's on, he's like, he's like surfing on top of the fucking van, he's like, yeah. woo, surfing USA, and he's like, fucking, like, hanging out, he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna wait for it to stop, like, I, I can just see Michael Myers, like, not doing anything, just trying to balance himself, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, or just, like, hanging on, like, for dear life, yeah. but, like, like, 
Terminator, like uh, the T-1000 yeah. kind of. But anyway, he... he uh, Lori's driving, they're fighting Michael. The the bus flips over in another tunnel, which I thought that that tunnel was the only tunnel, but fuck it, we'll so figure it tunnels. out. So many tunnels. Tunnel of love. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the bus flips over, and uh, Michael eventually kills Molly. So then Mick gets pissed off, and he goes, and he he kills Michael the way the script reads. He kills him, uh, but Michael doesn't die. Oh my god, thank god that I'm didn't I'm gonna kill happen. you until you die from it. Fucking Josh Arnold was like, I was at Pearl Harbor! <laughs> <laughs> Michael gets up, and then at this point, another police helicopter Sees, you gotta imagine this scene's gotta be crazy. It would be, yeah, a lot of money too. I don't like where it goes, but it's gotta be crazy. Uh, another police helicopter sees this and they land. And Michael, and this is the strobe light scene I, I was telling you about. Imagine the lights flickering in the hotel and the, the tunnel. Yeah, all these cops start running in the tunnel, and then Michael in the script and the treatment kills them one by one. I just thought, I, I just think they'd be going in that you wouldn't get to see Michael killing, it would just be like one after the other that you hear screams like a halo, like double kill, and then triple kill, and then you'd hear fucking like uh, goddamn JR from WWE is like, Oh my god, it's the that man that walks. <laughs> Nothing can stop him as he walks. Oh, he God, would... that's the Undertaker's dude, music. You can imagine. He whoops those cops' asses and walks out like you owe him money. Yeah. And he's like... It's one of those things. Williamson left a lot of shit in whoever made the movie's hands. But if they took this shit and they did it cool, it could have been amazing. Dude, imagine him. He, he killed all those cops. They just go one after the other into like a flickery kind of dark lit tunnel and there's screams and maybe you see a flat like a gunshot like imagine some john wick shit like you see a gunshot and a shadow on the wall and then a blood splatter in the middle of it and then more shit and you're like this is some sin city shit batman the dark knight yeah oh that's michael and you're like yeah but you're seeing on the shadow it's like and it's like a fucking flash and then michael's and then he does that and then of course he can't be too moving because that would look no but on the shadow but on the shadow with the gunshot uh you know just for a second the reflections and then him ripping a fucking cop's face open or something yeah, and you're yeah. like ah yeah. and you're like oh yeah. and he's like ah and you're like oh and then he walks out like could have been an amazing scene and then but his mask is all fucking ripped kind of and it's like bloody and it's kind of streaked but not like ripped like Rob Zombie uh, bullshit right. but it's just kind of ripped up and he's like he's looking around and he's he, in a frenzy but then he sees Mick and he's like oh He's like, you there. And then he's like, you're my nephew. <laughs> but now I teach you a trick or two. But then uh, Carrie Tate and uh, uh, Carrie, well, Carrie Tate runs towards the helicopter. And Mick is still fucking with Michael, leading him along. Carrie flies the helicopter because she can do that, I guess. I don't know. And no. she tilts the propellers. And here's what I don't fucking like. She tilts the propellers as Michael's walking towards Mick and slices Michael into bits with the propellers of the helicopter. What the fuck? Did she take, like, goddamn Tom Cruise Top Gun? And tell me that this is not a, a finale. Like, I know that was originally the plan, and they changed their mind, but tell me this is not final. Um, if you're going to kill Michael, you should never. But if you're going to kill Michael, I think this would do it. It says, Mick and Carrie escape the tunnel, jumping into the helicopter just as the shape appears. Mick and the shape fight it out while Carrie starts up the propellers just as Mick lowers the shape to them. The propellers slice Michael Myers in half, killing him for good. Fuck that. I don't like that. It would look cool, but you can't that, kill Michael fucking Myers. You take your goddamn bullshit answers and you go back home and do your homework. You will not do that. You will not ever. Mustafa Akkad be like, fucking put it in your goddamn soup and eat it. Because, look, the thing is, and that's exactly why in, in the original H2O ending, when he got decapitated, 
They were like, no fucking way is this going to happen because they were like, something instinctively, something that keeps Michael Myers protected, like his own like spider sense would never allow him to, you know, uh, put himself in that kind of position. And besides that, it's fucking a little joke-ass motherfucker named Nick or whatever you want to call him, uh, Josh Hartnett from H2O that was luring him. In all reality, Michael would fucking whoop that guy's ass and break his neck. And I like Josh Hartnett's character from H2O. I, like, I didn't mind but it. I, he shouldn't be the one to, yeah. it's, it's, it's a well, kid. technically... He's care. a 17-year-old kid. Technically, versus, Laurie Strode did it. Uh, yeah. You know. uh, technically, though, uh, a much stronger, more powerful man in H, uh, Halloween 4 tried to take Michael on and whooped his ass on the stairwell by with the shotgun. Uh, Michael but, fucked his ass up. Uh, and he was a lot more in better shape than right. Josh Hartnett Well, he was. just ran him to the helicopter where, where but Lori then, uh, killed him. But how's that work? Is, is she a fucking G.I. Joe? Like, do you understand how hard it would be to tip a fucking yeah. helicopter blade without, like, destroying yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I, I get that for sure, man. And I, I think that... But I think that at this point in their minds, when they wrote this treatment, the idea was Joe. to kill Michael forever. <laughs> now, it would have been just as fucking easy to do exactly what they did in H2O with this. Think about it.